Newcastle in the morning. Good morning. Welcome back to the program. I hope you're having a lovely, lovely Friday. I must say, I'm a bit. It's a bit rough, isn't it, that I'm uh, I'm complaining about uh, you know. And thank God it's the weekend because I've only worked four days. One of them I worked with Murdo, so I've only actually been back in the seat for three days. But you know what? I'm loving it. I'm loving being back. I'm loving your reaction to being back. It's really nice to know that uh, that I was missed. I got a lovely message this morning from uh, the beautiful Art Ryan saying you're back. Yes, T Mac is back. If you don't like me, I'm sorry. You've can go somewhere else, but that's okay. I'm not going to, not everyone's going to like you. That's one of the first things you learn in life, isn't it? That's one of the first things you learn. Now, I'm very excited to welcome uh, into the studio this morning. She's been in here several times before. I've talked with her about uh, various different performances that she's put on, but she was talking with Murdo last week about uh, the World Monologue Games. And at that point in time, she was going for the regional finals. Now, now she's headed to the global finals of the World Monologue Games. Good morning and welcome, Lou Chapman. Yay! Good morning, Tracy. Oh, that's for on, doesn't it? I told you I'm still on. <laughs> Good morning, Tracy. Thank you so much for having me back. My pleasure. Now, you are so excited about this, aren't you? I am. It's just so thrilling. It's just an amazing competition and I'm so super happy to get this far. Last year I made it to the regional finals, but this is the first time I've gone through to the globals. It is just incredible. Now, for those who weren't listening to Murdo uh, when you, you had the last chat, tell us about what are the World Monologue Games and uh, and what is it all about? The World Monologue Games were set up by Pete Maliki. He's a Sydney cider. He set it up in March 2020 when the world went into lockdown and he he provides uh, an amazing online network for people actors to perform on the world screen if you like mm. so in 2022 and this is the third world monologue games has been there were 6,000 performances submitted so we all pre-recorded our qualifying entry mm. 6,000 were received 310 went through to the regional finals and now 92 people have gone through to the global finals. Wow, that's impressive. Mm, so super excited to be up there. Yeah. Uh, I just find it so thrilling. This is an amazing platform for actors to practice their screen work, build a community. But what I love the most is all the stories that come out of all the different countries. Mm. We've got 84 countries competing in the games and the regional finals was streamed live to 19 countries. So it's a really broad market. It really is. So do you have to uh, do a new performance for each section or does yours just carry you all the way through the one the one performance we keep doing the same monologue but we need to keep performing it mm. so I'll need to do a fresh performance for the global finals which is on the 19th mm. of November at 8 p.m. So what are you uh, what are you thinking at this point in time that you how are you uh, you going to change it up or do you just keep going how you are uh, really, really good question. I think every time you do it and every time you uh, – because it's recorded, then I can see it back mm. and you get all the feedback. Uh, like everything, um, you take your strengths and move those things forward and you um, – you, I will change it up a little bit. Uh, the thing that I want to change is each time I've done it, I've had a different location. So it's set in a kitchen and so I've got to find a new kitchen. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> oh no! So what are you doing? Going around asking friends, saying, "Can I can I go to kitchen, please?" That's right. The um the kitchen that I used for the regional finals it was a kitchen in Cessnock, and I'd done a um a photo shoot there with Helen Hopcroft for Mad Bitches, and it's this exquisite home that is 1950s, and every artifact in it is true to the period, oh. and it's owned by these beautiful. Uh, artistic supportive people um john and rick and they so kindly let me do it there (laughs) so you're going to have to find somewhere else i know i need a new kitchen (laughs) okay what do you need we'll put let's put the call out now so what do you need from this kitchen does it have to be 1950s or can you do it in any time what what does it need to be uh, yeah, so the original one I did in my own kitchen. Um, so the piece, the piece, I guess it's really uh, actually a little bit of a lower socioeconomic uh, piece, really. Mm. Um, I'm not sure why, why I just love the kitchen so much for the 1950s look. Um, obviously, it needs enough space as well to fit um, Brendan Dennerly with his camera mm. <laughs> to fit in there as mm. well. Uh, so we can get that streaming happening um yes oh i'm not i'm i'm not exactly sure the kind of kitchen Mm. i'm looking for yeah yeah i'm I'm actually looking at the photograph here of you in this uh, in this kitchen i'll put it up onto our uh, onto our facebook group but it is uh it really is perfect isn't it like you're looking at it looking at you it all just fits and it's really subtle we're not allowed to use any props but in the in the piece um i do refer to a machete and so when i did it in my kitchen i had a like a modern day machete just subtly placed in the Mm. background and if you look on uh if you're facing uh on the uh, from my left hand side in the photo there's actually a little antique machete there on the bench that I kind of look to and refer too, yes. to it so it's not a prop that I use but it's just but in it's there. there so the piece wow. that I do it's called A Real Thing and it's been written by local playwright Vanessa Bates who I just admire mm. so much so I went to her and said could you write me a monologue for the Lou Chapman show mm. and she wrote this amazing piece uh it's described three things that make a mess walnuts violence and murder wow so it's a very suspenseful piece and she's yeah that's her that's the brilliance of her writing it's very suspenseful the audience gets carried along you think you know what's going to happen but Mm. there's still this incredible surprise at the end as well yeah now this obviously this piece was it part of the lou chapman show that you put on how long ago was that now 12 months ago 18 months ago well I did um yeah I did the first uh, workshop in front of an audience um, on the 21st of November 2021 mm. then I did uh, Newcastle Fringe in March this year and then I'm going to do it again at Maitland If Festival on the 23rd of this month Fantastic I love the Lou Chapman show just the entire the entire ethos around it of what you're doing it is just incredible and the fact that you haven't been able to to act to get out and do it since you know during COVID, it's been it's been a good time to actually you know get everything fine tuned, hasn't it? It's a really wonderful time to to write and rehearse and collaborate and. Um and even just today, I've come from a rehearsal with my acting buddy, 
Cinder Nichols in Florida and she went in the World Model on Games as yeah. well. And um, we worked together online. So um, the beauty of the World Monologue Games and the Lou Chapman show, I've used I've used online rehearsals. So of the six monologues that I perform, mm. five of them were directed online and Vanessa and I were the only ones that directed in real life. Wow. I certainly prefer the in mm. in real life direction, but being able to connect with creatives from around the world, working with um, Fiona Ledham in Germany and Cinder in Florida and Meg in Tamworth and Anna in Byron and wow. Helen in Maitland. Um, it just broadens. I, I think, you know, uh, creatives are getting very far and few between. <laughs> and if you've got the world to uh, collaborate with, it just makes it a whole lot easier. It really does, yeah. doesn't it? Now, you're part of the endurance category. What does that mean? Endurance category means monologues between five to ten minutes. Mm. So if you go under five minutes, you'll be disqualified. If you go over ten minutes, minutes you'll be disqualified um, there are different categories in the world monologue games um, sprint for example is 45 seconds that wow. we've got professional and amateur sections we've got um, the tigers which are for the kids as well so I really do encourage everyone to jump on board next year I'm pleased you mentioned that because I saw the tigers and I'm like what is that I'm, I'm gonna have to ask her what that is so that's the kids yeah it's the kids so you can love it. you can write a monologue for yourself and perform you can ask a friend to write one for you if you get permission copyright uh, permission to do someone else's monologue um, they all do end up on on YouTube so that's why mm. it's really important that you have permission yeah, to do the do, do the piece but as I say it's hearing those people's stories so you mm. can imagine all those performers from Kenya or Italy and people performing in different languages or people performing English as their second language and people's points of view what's going on in their lives in their environment their surroundings mm. Things. It's um, so liberating for everyone to find their voice and have mm. that platform as opposed to like a, a, a small minority power group sort of controlling mm. what stories are told in the mainstream. Yeah, 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 absolutely. That's more and more important in our world. It's um, it's very interesting. I, I just I love the whole concept around it. From your perspective, how important is it to be seen on that world stage? You know, what, what difference will that potentially make to your career? Look, it's very important to me. Um, when I was 26, I moved from Newcastle to New York City mm. to study acting. And I was there for five years. And I was lucky enough to um, go to an amazing, amazing school and work with incredible people, the Atlantic Theatre Company. And I did like theatre and film over there. So last year when I was in the regional finals, I've reached out to all my old teachers in New York and all the old film directors that I worked with. And they're seeing my work afresh. Mm. So last year it was Jake Diamond. He's got this amazing web series called Doing Great. And he won Best Web Series New York Independent Film Awards. And so he's watching me and I'm sending mm. his stuff to him. Another person that I'm really looking forward to working with in the future, Wendy Beckett. She's an Australian playwright. She's just had a play put on in Greece. She works in New York and Paris all the time. And it's just a way for me to um, keep producing work that they can watch uh, online mm. and hopefully, yeah, I will be able to, um, you know, work with mm. these people sometime. We're not going to lose you though, are we? Absolutely not. Oh, thank Everyone's God. got to come to Newcastle. <laughs> I think so. I think that's fair. Yeah. A and I was actually, I was um, having a conversation yesterday with uh, with Scott Bevan and uh, Barry Shepherd, who are obviously doing uh, doing Scott's play at the moment. And that was one thing that Scott commented on, the fact that you know, I mean, you can remember the Hunter Valley Theatre days the same as, as I can, the Hunter Valley Theatre Company days, but 
you know, to know that that's, that kind of feel is back here in Newcastle and the Hunter, things like this and, and highlighting you on the global stage, that's what's going to make things come back here to Newcastle and that's what's going to continue to grow that theatre industry, isn't it? Yeah, absolutely. It's such a thriving creative community here. Like Everyone is so busy, everyone going straight mm. from rehearsals to the next show to the next show, live music, burlesque, dancing. There's so many different me- mediums that are just an amazing melting mm. pot here in Newcastle. And um, Wendy Beckett, remember that lady, the playwright I just told you about? Yeah. Yes. She actually um, got her assistant, Maggie, to come and see the Lou Chapman show uh, at Newcastle <sighs> Fringe right here at the Creative Arts Centre on Beaumont Street. So it was just such a joy and such a pleasure. I d- I've, I've worked at the Newcastle Art Gallery for a long time and um, I just take the inspiration from Loretta, who's the artistic director there and um she says i'm not going to tour my exhibitions everyone has to come to newcastle so yeah i love that yeah i agree as well there's so much going on if we could just bundle it up and get support with tourism we could really package for Mm. people to come here to see the great works that are here how important are events like the fringe festival to you know and uh, the new annual and the, the festivals that we are having at the moment how important is that to the creative industries i think it's incredibly important because it's about building that community and artists being able to socialise and watch each other's work. Uh, Newcastle Fringe, Phil brought 118 um, shows for Newcastle Fringe in March. I'm not sure if I've bragged about this earlier. Mm. I won Best Performer and got nominated Best Show and Best Newy Show in Newcastle Fringe well done. in March. Congratulations. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. But it's exceptionally important because you get to see each other's work. Mm. You get to have a drink afterwards. You get to <gasps> meet and talk. I don't. <laughs> <laughs> and a new annual has been fascinating as well. Mm. So Helen Hopcroft, she's an amazing producer from Maitland, an incredible visual artist and writer. So she's written one of the pieces in the Lou Chapman show, The Howling. Mm. But she put, she put together Mad Bitches for Newcastle Fringe last year and we did it at Sydney Fringe this year and New Annual as well. And again, just having all of these outside performers and companies coming to Newcastle plus Mm. really supporting the local work and putting it all in a program together gives you so much pride and joy and it validates. um, If you get on a program of a big festival, it it validates your work and it gets Mm. you better opportunities for grant applications or better opportunity to get into another festival that you might like to do. And then you just get part of this traveling community. Mm. And like everyone, you just need your own tribe Mm. Because if you're in a a creative desert, what chance have you got? You need to be able to link up with people. And that's why the World Monologue Games is so much, because if you live in physical creative desert, at least you can jump online and find your tribe Mm. and your artistic community online. It is so exciting. So uh, when are the finals? And uh, when do, we don't actually find out until uh, until the 30th of November we get the results, don't we? I know. That's a big wait, right? <laughs> it is. It's not fair. <laughs> so um, the endurance is the 19th of November at 8 p.m., a live stream event uh, from YouTube. And you, I'll be posting on my socials um, links to that. Otherwise, you can go to the World Monologue Games timeline and find all those links there. Set yourself a notification now so you don't I'm miss out. I'm actually <laughs> going to do that now. Um, so when do you, when's D-Day? When do you have to have it in to them for, for judging? Well, um, just a little bit before that. Not, mm. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so you've got a little bit of time to find your kitchen. That's <laughs> <what you're> <laughs> 
<laughs> and my the, machete, my the, matching machete. Yeah, yeah. And, and the performance is fine. You'll do that in, in a second. The monologue's easy for you now. Yeah, but I can't wait to touch base with Vanessa and she would have seen the qualifying and the regional ones and we'll have a chat about where it's going and what can be done because it was staged for... It was staged for the stage and mm. now it's on screen. So yeah, they're very so different yeah. mediums. Mm. Um, very but, different. Yeah, but uh, yeah, she's an incredible – I just love her so much. She's just amazing. And just one little plug for her. She mm. In in July she did um, The One, a full-length new play that she wrote at the Ensemble Theatre in mm. Kirribilli there and it just went so well, a beautiful three-week season. And so, yeah. That's fantastic. And we're lucky to have her here right we here are. in Newcastle. That's Again, that's exactly right. As we say, you know, Carl Caulfield – all of these incredible people that we've got surrounding us, you know, mm. Barry Shepherd, Scott Bevan, you know, um, Helen Hopcroft. Yeah, we've got so many people. So and many. Claire Williams, you know, I'll just ha- keep having them come off the tent. Yeah. And Bar- Barry Shepherd and I, mm. like, we go so- way back. We went to the Malaysian uh, Commonwealth Games Cultural Festival in Kuala Lumpur when Free Wheels was in <gasps> no. town. And it was, it was a play called Swimming the Globe. And it was um, written by Alana Valentine, who's a very prestigious Sydney female playwright, and um, sh- um, Angela Schoen, who's just returned to Newcastle. She was in wow. it as well. And it was such a joy being there together and doing shows there. It was that is phenomenal. so great. Oh, I'm mm. so pleased. Well, some best of luck. There is no doubt I'll be talking with you after the 19th of November. We'll talk about how it went and and we'll be able to obviously have a look at it and play it by that stage. And then uh, we find out the results, the all-important results, uh, Wednesday the 30th of November at 8 o'clock. Thank you so much for coming back in again, Lou. It's so nice to see you. Thank you. And if I could just encourage people to come see A Real Thing Live at the Lou Chapman Show on the 23rd of October, part of If Maitland, and it's going to be at Sun Street Studios at 7 o'clock. I'll see you there. We will absolutely be there without a doubt. You stay safe. Good luck. If we find a kitchen for you, we'll let you know. And uh, yes, thank you so much. That is uh, Lou Chapman from The Lou Chapman Show and uh, she is performing. She's made it through to the World Monologue Games. Yay, go us, another one on the national and international stage. You're with Tracy Mack on Newcastle Live. With decades of media experience, Tracy Mack brings you a smart, fast-paced morning of news and entertainment with special guests and major newsmakers for your morning fix. Join Tracy Mack for Newcastle in the Morning, weekdays from 9, only on Newcastle Live.